Kittitas is on the Lake Roosevelt 35-yard line with Ross back in the shotgun. He takes the snap from Sheely. Off to the right. Might pitch it. Nope. Hits the line of scrimmage. He gets held up for a second. Nope. He breaks the tackle. Breaks another one. There he goes. No one's in front of him. To the 30, the 20, the 10. Touchdown, Coyote. Bulldogs looking to punch one in here. Bugney takes a snap. Rolls out. Looking for a receiver wide open. And Dye has opened the catch. He's gone. Nobody has to be. Touchdown, Bulldogs. Well, welcome back, Kittitas Valley Sports Talk fans, to another episode of your Kittitas Valley Sports Talk podcast. I'm Eric Sorensen, joined here by Sammy Henderson and John Goodat, both in the booth tonight. Welcome back, fellas. Good to be back. It's a good time. I guess we should call him John Akon. Akon. Akon Goodat. Akon Goodat. For those Don't you have anything queued up? I, I, I did. And then I didn't. And then uh, <laughs> for all you guys that know what autocorrect is, and when uh, <laughs> Sammy wrote John's name, Akon showed up. So the, the meme game has been pretty spot on. Yeah. It wasn't me. I didn't blame it on me. If you're an Akon fan, you know what I'm talking about. If you even know who Akon is. That's right. We'll pull up some stuff here in a little bit for John. But we're back uh, as an episode that we've kind of had structure lately of covering certain things. We're going to do it differently because after 21 years, the yes. Seattle Mariners are back in the playoffs and how sweet it Let's is. Let's just jump right into it. I mean, how crazy is that? And how lucky are we that we didn't win it off of somebody else losing? Mm-hmm. I mean, right, literally, right. bottom of the night, two outs, 3-2 count, I think. Yes. Yeah. My was, goodness. I mean, can a, you write that any differently? Backyard dream is what happened. It really was. It and really it, was. If you would have asked me earlier, earlier in the day, would you rather the Mariners win it or would you rather Baltimore lose early and just clinch it? I would have said, hell yeah, I get Baltimore to clinch this thing for us now. Yeah, yeah. Right. Let's it's just right. do it. Whatever's fastest. After, yeah, yeah, exactly. And, but after that one, and, and granted, I get, I was up camping. Beautiful trip up to the smoky. Yeah, no, you're, you're, no your pictures were cool. No fire burn ban Leavenworth. Um it was gorgeous smoke. Anyways, after you know, I got to see the highlights the next day. I was like fist pumping in the camp trailer after I got text messages. You guys were going off about it, and how cool was that? And to see this the the celebration, the champagne shower, the drinking beers on the field. Right. God, it'd been a fun night to be in Seattle. Yeah, yeah. Did you see her? I I think I one of my one thousand texts to you guys over the weekend was. There was an article written. I think it was Larry Stone of the Seattle Times wrote an article about the people who prep. The club, or the uh, the uh, clubhouse locker room, and everything like that for that. Major League Baseball says you can only have like ninety six champagne bottles. It's what? like some weird arcade. Yeah. And then there was like a wink, wink part of the article where they're like, "Yeah, it was just ninety six. That was all." Yeah. And and I think he said there was at least two hundred champagne bottles, but it was just like a weird archaic rule. And they were also saying how like you know you you get the clubhouse all ready and then if they lose you got to rip it down before anybody and then do goes back the but night. they just love it yeah you know? and uh well the funny part and it was kind of a joke in some of the other text message circles is like as soon as the champagne started did you notice the, the plastic fell off the wall yeah yes yeah and someone's like yeah that dust has been there for 21 years up That's there right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all know duct tape doesn't hold like that after no while. no and i was kind of wondering uh and i don't know if i was the only one that noticed this but the some of the mariners were using new gloves after that no, there there was pitchers that grabbed all the pitchers had new gloves. I'm like, oh, I wonder if those got ruined. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all this be have, right. that was kind of side note. But can you imagine how hungover those guys were? Well, that they was what won. I, they what won the next see? day. Yeah, they won the next day, but it was with like a 
yeah. gap roster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they, they were, even the article that next day was like, well, the Mariners were pretty tired today. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was a good thing the fans were here because I think they the one thing, the only th- person I saw left early in the articles and reading was Luis Castillo because he started the next day. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I bet those guys had so much fun yes. partying and I, you can only imagine. You can only imagine. I, I got to see the game, you know, the ending of it, and uh, it still wasn't quite as magical for me as 95, but it was one of those moments mm-hmm. that, you know, depending on how this – not even depending. I mean, you talk about, you know, we had 95, what, 97 in the playoffs? Yes. And, and then 2001, right? Yeah. 2002. 2000, right? 2001. It's the fifth team to make it. Right, but in the fashion. You know, oh, yeah. it's reminiscent of, you know, with the 14-game streak mm-hmm. and then the walk – like, it gives you one of those moments that you can yeah. really, you know, I didn't get the goosebumps quite like I got in 95. Yeah. Cause, but it was it was almost like I could breathe fresh. You know, it was like, whew, yeah, it felt I good. I think 95, the difference is, I mean, I can still remember I was at a, I was a freshman in high school, or pardon me, a freshman in college. Because, yeah, fall of 95. It's like I had just graduated. <laughs> Second grade I mean, for me. dub whatever. <laughs> We're all 29 here, Jerry. <laughs> uh you know, I'm at a buddy of mine's dorm room in UW, and we're all just crowded around a tiny TV. Mm-hmm. Drinking water. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Totally. And uh, I, I, can still, I can still see it, you know? Right. And I think that was the first year. And I, even though we had finally clinched it out to 21 years, I still think we, I mean, at that point, we still had like, what, five games to get one win or, or two wins. I mean, I thought we were... I, I thought we knew we were going to get it. Right. Whereas 95, it was the first for everything. Yeah. And uh, it's just well, even, but I, what, what I was, the point I was making is there are kids, it's been 21 years. Yeah. Right. Who've lived My kids don't know. Mariners and yeah. loved it. And this moment is their 95. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, okay, I would of, agree of all that. the things. Like, so there are some kids out there, people watch, rewatching that, probably goosebumped oh, all yeah. up, you know, because yeah. they, they haven't got to share emotion like that mm. for a Mariners team. In their lifetime. Yeah. Well, you think about Mariner highlights. Okay, there's 95 in the double. Right. And there's going to be Cal Raleigh. 20, or 2001, we won all those games, and it was anticlimactic because, of unfortunately, of September 11th. Right. And their celebration was they as a team, and it was really awesome taking right. the flag around the field. Mm-hmm. Right. No, this is going to be the second moment in Mariner's history. There's going to yeah. be, if you had to rank them, it's going to be Griffey sliding into home. Cal Raleigh hitting it off the hit it here. Wait, did you not read the article I sent you where there was a top 10 Mariners moments? Really? Nobody reads articles anymore. Thanks. Unless it's an audio format. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll read it <laughs> so to what was, you. So what was the, I mean, to me, that's now the. There's nothing that's ever going to eclipse the double. I mean, Griffey and his dad hitting back to back. That was in the top 10. Yeah. My goodness. Ichiro's throw to third. That wasn't. I know what you're talking about, though. That wasn't. Ichiro getting. The the uh, mm-hmm. the hit mark for single season. Yes, that was in the there. Angels. That was like in like number. That was ranked seventh. But Chris Basio's no hitter. No, uh, RJ's no hitter was in it because really? that meant more to the Mariners. And, and Felix's then of course, perfect game. Perfect game. Uh, yeah. Was the Angels playing game? Yep, yep. That was in there because the picture. You know what? Maybe we should just post the sad it on the part. Has Valley the sad part page. is we just. Went through all the great moments in Mariners history in like thirty seconds. Right, <laughs> right. Uh, how funny was it to see you know Scott Service gets up there, he's about to have this big emotional speech, and then of course Julio, the rookie, 
Pops. Pops. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but rookie mistake, rookie mistake. And then one more went off in the back, and they're like, "We have it's been a while. <laughs> That's right. And I thought it was interesting. The first person he called up was Robbie Ray to talk to the team. Right. And then the next one was Suarez. And it was actually funny. The next day they showed, uh, as a Twitter thing, they saw the lineup. And it went or showed a lineup made up that said catcher, hungover guy. First baseman, hungover guy. <laughs> and then it got to third base, goes hungover, but with good vibes. <laughs> that was great. Uh, but not So what, is, what are they going to do? I, Here, here's the question. Does this moment, because you're right, we probably would have gotten to the playoffs, yeah. right? And this is just me being me. Does this moment mean less? if we go and lose two straight to Toronto and the season's over. I'm yes. not joking. I well, have thought about this all day long. Because cause as as you said, we probably were going to get in anyways, whether we win that game yeah. or not. Right? So right. it wasn't like the last game of the season. Mm-hmm. We needed to get in. We hit a walk-off. We're in the playoffs. Because that's what Griff that, – that won us the series. Yep. That, yeah, yeah. That won the series that got us to the a- ALCS. I think the Mariners right? have to win a game. It might, it'll be a no, 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 no. Series, right? Series? No. So, no matter what, this season is progress. 100%. But I think it's going to. Do I expect us to win the World Series? I hope. I don't know if I expect it, but I definitely. We're not the favorites, but we're there. And it's baseball. And we got some dudes who. I'm going to be upset if if they do get knocked out of the playoffs. I'm going to be upset, but I'm going to be. Pissed if they lose the wild card. If they, yes. I'll be have, happy that we had progress, and I think we're we have a great nucleus to come back again next year and stuff like that. But I will be pissed if we if we lose the wild card. I, I won't be as pissed if we lose the divisional or ALCS. You have higher standards than I do. That's good because I'm like, if we two in barbecue, I'm gonna be pissed. But if we can win a game, just win a game. That's where I was at, but now I'm... Why do you want to just win a game? If you because it's been 21 years, and we're there. But on the other hand... Okay, so I do like the fact this isn't just like, hey, we made it. No, we we have sustaining success that we should be here for the next four to five years. Don't you think? We should be... Yeah, yes. This should be an expectation for... I think... I guess I'm thinking I'm long. If we don't win a World Series in the next four years, it's all going to be for nothing, in my opinion. See... It's been 21 years to even right. get it's close hard, to that level to, of success. It's hard to argue that, right? But how many times have we rebuilt? How many? And we finally right. did it. We traded off Robinson Cano, which turned out to be good. Nelson Cruz. We had the team. We had, you know, Felix Hernandez, all those guys. And then we were like, we're going to rebuild again. You, it worked out. You play to win, but I will think that the, this next four to five years will be successful if we make the playoffs every year. World Series. I mean, you want to win the World Series. You want your last game to be the W, yeah. right? But if we have sustained playoff success, I will be happier. Happy. It's it's just tough to do. I think this would be my thought. The next six years, we are constantly picked and one of the favorites to be in the playoffs and maybe even potentially win our division. Now, that comes up and down. So like next year, we really we have all the talent in the world and we could underperform. We could go in slumps where we win in streaks this year. Yeah, it, it could happen, you know. And so, I don't know. I, for me, I, you may, if you make the playoffs in baseball, you give yourself a shot in any sport. You're right. Basketball is probably the only one that I disagree with that. Does if you're eight seed, you're you're n- you're not winning a championship. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Baseball is different. Yeah. 
Baseball. Castillo is one of those guys that go in and win every game he pitches in the playoffs. Yeah. He's he's a Madison Bumgarner of our yeah, season. Yeah, but he's he he could smile once on the mound and that will be ten more times than Mad Bum ever That's smiles. That's true. That's so he's, he's a like Robbie Ray's a good right. and uh, Gilbert yeah. Gilbert's a stud. dude. He's a stud and Robbie we know he can bring in our bullpen's good. I feel like and I'm I'm hoping I'm not I think Robbie's the kind of guy he might have been struggling this year, but I am so excited to watch him pitch in the wild card. Whatever game it could be, mm-hmm. I think he's going to shove it. Castillo's going to be there. It's going to be a good game. It's going to be fun. Um, Is it Manoa Castillo? Yeah. The first one? <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a matchup. And then why that game? I understand the Padres and the Mets, but the Mariners game should be a 3 o'clock prime right? time. Yeah. Everyone's eyes should be on that. Uh, but... Uh, uh, Yes, I think they need to get out. Good news is the one thing we accomplish is we're not the. I don't, and I don't, as a Mariner player and coach, and I wouldn't give two craps about this. But beans, we got the second wild card spot. Nobody can say, well, luckily they had expanded playoffs this year. Right. That was in the back of my mind. But on one hand, I'm like, well, fuck that. We're we're, we're gonna I'd rather go play <laughs> Cleveland and New York, or would you rather go play in Toronto and uh, Houston? Yeah, yeah. Granted, we, we had swept, beat Cleveland pretty bad, but then they went in the month of uh, September, like twenty-five and three or whatever it was, right. and, and that's pretty darn good. And a baseball right. is the, right. the game yeah. of streaks. So, and we were we're not hitting great at the moment. No. We did the last couple of games, but granted, you know, we played teams in the last this last month who were playing rookies, and yeah, we had the easiest schedule, but we were playing guys we had no idea. There was no information on Gun them. Zero stuff coming in. Like yeah, that. I never thought about it from that perspective. Mm-hmm. So. Going back into playing Toronto, we have scouts. I'm sure the Mariners have had scouts sitting in the Toronto games for the last three weeks. For sure. And uh, I think that's going to be – that. I think that was a point that it had been interesting if these teams were playing contention if we would have right. played better. So sure. let me segue a little bit. I saw when when they <clears throat> when they pulled Julio today, they gave his season stats. I can't remember who mm-hmm. posted them. Rookie of the year? He has hands, to be. Hands down. He was rookie of the year at All Star break. Yeah. He he could have gotten injured, didn't play the rest of the time, and he would have been rookie of the year. With, yeah, yeah. His phenom. stats were better than Griffey's rookie year. He's right. It's he's a he's, he's a, dude, a bona fide man. dude, and, and he's young. And he's so his first year. Too. Yes, having him back from the DL now and seeing what he did the first couple of days back makes my anxiety kind of go away of the playoffs. I am if, if he leads off and hits a. Bomb the first at bat. Oh, man. We're oh, winning. Like, it's wild over. cards ours. You know what's that Haggerty going down? Oh, that's, that I hurts my heart. What the heck? And I, oh, I know. I, I hate that. I actually had flashbacks to this spring for the Coyotes when we lost our guy in the last. It's brutal. Yeah. Uh, and the the bad part is, and then we lost. Winker hasn't been hitting at all, but Winker's on the DL now. Right. The next year. But losing Haggerty to me, we just lost our Dave Roberts. Right. 100%. We need to steal the base late. He wasn't probably going to play much in Toronto because they're all righties that we're going to face, mm-hmm. I believe, right? And so he wasn't going to match up against that, but he would have been a great late game. Right. Great defensive guy. Defense. Oh. I saw that he's out six weeks out of It'll the middle. Yeah, he's done so with he's the done. postseason. Which sucks because he was having such a great year for a guy we picked up on free agency. Yeah, and he's, he's fast. Oh. He's athletic. How grateful are we now that Jared Kelnick came up and was doing what he's right, doing? Right, he's doing well. Right. Because if we didn't have Kelnick right now, Oh. Yeah, maybe we give the managers a tip of the hat for getting him yeah. to be useful this year and you know, finding a way to get him. He's playing some great outfielder. Right, too. right. Uh, the other guy that's kind of a Mariner legend the last three days is Luis Trins. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a guy we DFA'd, cleared waivers, picked him back up. Yeah, all over the place. There are times where I'm like, 
If he's in the game, we're losing. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's, he's, he's just, then he hits a bomb. I love that guy. That guy's awesome. <laughs> he gets the win pitching yesterday, and yeah. he hits a bomb today and plays second base. And he hadn't played – he played second base like once in AAA this season, and I guess he was drafted as a shortstop. But uh, Whatever. You see the depth chart, and we have three catchers on our depth chart. But on one hand, Luis Trans has always been kind of a competitive pinch hitter late in games. And having somebody you can put all over the place we, is great. Yeah, losing Haggerty, we need that guy. Right, right. Um, I'm fired up, man. I can't wait for, you know, you're supposed to live in the moment, take things day by day. But since they clinched, I'm like, when's Friday getting here? That's right. And so Friday, 107. Mm-hmm. Friday and Saturday at 107 on ESPN. And then I believe if, if necessary, Sunday's at like 11 o'clock start. Sunday won't be necessary. <clears throat> Hopefully the Mariners are back home. After filling their faces with poutine mm-hmm. and Tim Hortons. And, yeah. Hey. Yeah. And just thank goodness we're not having the conversation. Thank God that whoever from Canada that made oh, the rule about yes. the vaccine mandate yeah, yeah. must be a Mariners fan because be. got rid of it just in time for our guys to go up there. <laughs> are we are we watching? Do we have uh, picks for the rest of the who who wins? Cleveland or Tampa? Tampa Bay? <sighs> Probably Tampa Bay. Who do we want to win? Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah. That's Tampa what. has better pitching, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want a Cleveland. I want to face Cleveland. They can smash, man. Those guys can smash. They can hit, man. And then on the other side, it's what? San Diego and the Mets. and The Mets have some dudes. The Mets. That's in Atlanta. Like, yeah. My God. That'd be kind of cool to see those guys. uh, I think it's going back and forth in this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just hope that they kill each other off. (laughs) Yeah, because. Yeah, Philadelphia, St. Louis, those two will be knocked out in the next round, whoever wins that one. Um, yeah, I mean, <sighs> L.A. and Braves, both stacked. If the Dodgers don't make the World Series, that's not a successful season for them. Right. And then you got Houston, just one of the best teams in baseball. I wouldn't want to see it just because it's Houston in the World Series, but I can't stand those I just, guys. I don't know. I'm, exci- I'm excited to – Hopefully the Mariners can make a push at this thing, man. Okay, I, I, so if not Seattle, who who would who are you gonna vote for if Seattle gets knocked out? I mean, I'm a Braves guy in my soul from childhood. Yeah, um, that's a tough one because I'll, I'd be a Braves pick because they're not the high market LA team, but they don't have Freddie Freeman anymore, and Freddie Freeman was a big part of that pick for me. Right, right. I would. I'm gonna. I'm gonna I say. I, I can't. My heart doesn't say anything. It's like uh, I, I would say San Diego just because my good buddy Jonathan Gordon, uh, yeah. or or the Mets. I'd, I'd say like the Mets, s- and maybe they won't go after Aaron Judge. Maybe the but Mets. get Judge in the National maybe, League. Though, maybe maybe so. we just get another Subway Series. That's what I'll vote if for. If it's not going to go through, if it's Space not, Needle, right? If it's not if, right, if it's, could you imagine? And those would be two of the teams that are that are going to be bidding for Aaron Judge this off season. Yes, Is, you know, in my MLB. 2K the show, he ended up in Boston. Okay. So. And they're horrible this year, so. <laughs> so you guys let me know. Yeah. I'm just, Boston is last in the AL East. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what's sad is that they were in the running, like. Up until, like, the beginning of September. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They were, and then they. Just worse than Baltimore on that one. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, it's hard to say. Yeah, I, I, I legitimately look at all those teams and be like, I don't really. I just sure. want the Mariners to win. I, part of me is like, be cool if Pujols went out. Well, that would be a pool. story. Just crushing bombs. Right. Yeah, like 49 Passing, years old. 
Yeah, what was he over seven hundred? Is it seven oh three? Right? Jeez, and he's That's hitting insane. He's hitting bombs like yeah. they're tanks. Uh, he should come back another year. That's yeah. what I'm yeah. thinking. <laughs> Just <laughs> kidding, guys. Like, he's gonna be the Tom Brady of baseball, right? Um, I will say I'm, I've always been one for a West Coast. I, I did dislike the East Coast bias. So with saying that, if it's not the Mariners Padres World Series, I don't. I hope for the Padres make Aren't it. The Dodgers next. West Coast. Yeah, those. It'd be cool if it was a Padres Dodgers and the. NL championship. That'd be cool. That would be cool. Uh, if but it's, that's if little it's, brother, big brother. Right. If it's the uh, Mariners and Padres, then as Tim Booth calls it, the Vetter Cup. That's right. <laughs> Gosh, he would explode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tim Booth, I'm that'd hoping be, for it. That'd be so awesome. Uh, no, I'm fired up, man. I just hope. I think the key. Mike, I was thinking about this when we were getting ready to record. I feel like the keys are going to be Julio, Ty France, and Cal Raleigh. How those three hit. What about Suarez? I only just love he's him. just gonna hit. I just love him. He's got good vibes. <laughs> right. He's gonna strike out, and then he's gonna oh. hit a home run when he need it. Yeah, let somebody be on base and, and down by one. Yeah. let that guy. Come if out. Cal Raleigh hits and Ty France hit, everybody else around will make. Mitch Hanniger needs to get it going even more, yeah. but he's been making plays in right field lately that are just awesome for a big guy. Well, we're there. We're gonna make a fight out of it. Hey, I like. There's motivation right now. Yeah, they want to be the team to do it. So that's right. Well. Let's take a quick break. We're going to get on the horn with the old Luke Olson. Uh, he used to be a part of our group. And then he left. Well, he still is. I mean, he's he's there. He's um, part of our He's hearts. right here. In he's our, there. In our um, he doesn't listen still. But uh, he, <laughs> no, we love Luke. <laughs> he gets to cover uh, as, whenever they need him to the games for the Associated Press. He covers the winning team, that sounded like. Or this, he's got the story. Yes, he's got, he's got the, story. the story. It's not quite there just for the Mariners. He's got the story for the Associated Press. He's He's, he's a good writer. And uh, as much crap as we give Luke, we love him to death, and uh, yep. he's going to be writing for MLB.com someday. So, Soon. Uh, we'll be right back with Luke Olson. Hey, Kittitas Valley Sports Talk listeners, Eric Sorensen here. And are you a fan of local sports in the Kittitas Valley? Do you have a business you want to grow? Maybe get your business's name out in the community, or just simply support local coverage of local athletics. Then email us to find out more about sponsorship opportunities. Email Eric at BigCountryMedia.net or find us on any of our social media pages just by searching Kittitas Valley Sports Talk. All right, fans, we're here back with a, a little fun interview that we promised. I know everybody's on the edge of their seats waiting. We got the old legend, Luke Olson. He's moved up in the world. He's living the great life of being a golf pro and a freelance reporter for the Associated Press. Yeah, Mr. Luke gets to cover the Mariners, sits in the press box. Luke, welcome back to the podcast. Thank where it all guys. started, Luke. This is where it all started, your career. I know. I, I was the help start this, and I'm glad you guys are keeping it going without me. So That's do you ever, you, when, you're, you when you're sitting at T-Mobile Park, do you ever think about, man, it's a good thing I did the podcast to get to where I am today? Right. <laughs> no doubt, yeah. <laughs> I know all the Seattle sports media have at least heard it once. You know, I, I need you on next time you interview a player to just name drop our podcast for us. Yeah, <laughs> I just come up with some. Hey, I heard on you know, and then throw it in there. Like, just say, like, hey, hey who, uh, I'm with uh, Kid Has Podcast or Kid Has. <laughs> Kidness Valley Sports Talk told me today that <laughs> yeah, as <laughs> a matter of fact that. So look, just we. Like, so yeah. the streak's finally broken. You're able to actually be in person covering games. I mean, tell us about that experience of being able to sit in the press box. Um, yeah, it was just it was it was great. It was I mean I mean I, I get you know, we get paid, but it's like 
honestly, sometimes I just sit there and I'm like, man, I'd do this for free because I just love writing and, and write about stuff, you know, I especially enjoy. Like, I'm, uh, you know, baseball's been my thing since I was a kid. And then especially to watch, you know, my favorite team growing up. Um, but it's hard. Sometimes, like, I, I've caught myself, I probably covered like eight, eight to nine games this year and only once I caught myself kind of like clapping. And it was <laughs> yeah. super, super awkward. But, uh, no, it's just... It's just more than the, you know, I get there pregame, you know, I have to be there for both coaches' interviews. So the cool part is, like, I'm there, I'm not covering the Mariners, I'm there to cover the game. So, you know, if the, the Tampa Bay Rays beat the Mariners, you know, my, my story's focused on the Rays, you know, how the Rays beat the Mariners, you know. Right. So it's cool in that aspect. It's, you know, I'm there to cover the event. What, uh... Do you look at it any differently uh, after game seven or eight versus uh, the first game? Did or were you able to kind of like just transition back into old school reporter mode? Yeah, no, it's it's even like the first couple. Of, I mean, it was like right back what I was doing, you know, like uh, you know, covering those Kittitas baseball games or Ellensburg, you know, having my own little score sheet. I'd still, I'd you know, even though you have all this access, I still do the same thing, just like just to keep me, you know, following the game and kind of gets me in my routine. Um, but the hard part is, is just getting that, you know, like I covered the, about a, just a week ago or yeah, last Thursday when they hit the walk off, JP Crawford hit that walk off and extra innings. Um, I had two stories ready because, you know, you have to submit it like right when the game's done, you know, I didn't, it kept going back and forth, back and forth. And I was just like, it was stressful, but it's like it's like the thrill of it. I know, and I think most reporters kind of like that, you know, in a way, just kind of like Friday Night Football, you know, trying to trying to get that story in before a deadline. So eight or nine games, you probably were there at different spans of, of this season and saw them at, you know, different points, high, low. Uh, to walk us through, you know, just kind of the roller coaster from your perspective of the last couple months and. Uh, you know, the season as you were there. Yeah. Yeah. So I did a few games in April and, you know, I did like Robbie Ray's first, first home game. And, um, I mean, they just look really good. And then I, I didn't cover a game for about a month or so. And then, you know, then they were, they were kind of holding on playing pretty well. And then they just started, you know, downfalling and, you mm-hmm. know, I actually, you know, I didn't really cover many games during that stretch. So I actually contribute when I covered the games. They won a lot. I'll have to figure out. <laughs> you got to keep a stat line. I did. It was like the near the end when they were just kept losing. You know, I, I did cover a game. It was like one of their last. It was like right when they started turning, they were playing Oakland and they kind of, I think they won a series and then they just flipped the switch. And obviously it was a, amazing to watch. You know, if they didn't, if you think if they didn't win those 14 games there in a row or, you know, even if they just, you know, once, you know, won seven and lost seven, you know, they probably wouldn't be in the playoffs. You know, those, those streaks are important. Um, but that was, it was, it was great to cover this last month. I mean, as a, even though they were kind of losing there, it was, it was exciting. Well, and to be there and, and cover it in person, I mean, you know, you've probably sat through the same kind of games we have where you can sit there and hear the guy from top row and center field, center field yelling, you guys suck across the stadium yeah. Yeah. to being uh, sold out crowds, playoff atmosphere. I mean, talk to us about what it was like in T-Mobile with the, you know, 30, 40,000 fans or whatever it was. 
Well, it just like I went to that Denver Seattle game, and it just the you know the Seahawks game, and it just showed how you know Seattle fans are ruthless. You know, like, <laughs> if you're not playing well, we'll we'll boo you, no problem. And uh, <laughs> yeah. it was just it was just you know just the game the other night that I covered. Uh, I'm pretty sure at one point they were they were booing for some reason, but I mean, but they're there to back their team as well, you know, mm-hmm. which is great. You know, I. It's cool when Toronto comes into town to see that kind of atmosphere, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's great. I think it was a great, a great showing for Seattle. You mentioned Toronto. Obviously, uh, um, we won't have any home games here. Which I whatever. I don't. I understand why they're doing that. I don't have to agree with it. But give us your take. You're you're the professional. Give us your take on this uh, on this wild card uh, wild card series. I, th- I think the Mariners are going to win those first two. I'm I'm that confident. Um, and all the right. big debate is everyone's talking about Robbie Ray, you know, like if he should pitch at all, you know, are they going to go with Castillo and Gilbert? You know, I, I think you put Robbie Ray in there no matter what. He's got to – you know he was amped to face his old team. And it would be pretty sweet if we won that first game. He got a pitch game too and moved on, you know, got him to win and moved on to Houston. But – uh. Yeah, so it should be pretty exciting. I, I you know, I kind of wanted the third, but either one, the first or third. You know, I, I feel like, uh, you know, going over going over to Toronto is kind of tough, but um, playing Cleveland, you know, we kind of had their number this year, but we also had Toronto too. So, I don't know. Either way, I mean, who cares? We're in. So it's that's right. Exciting. That's where I'm at. I believe we yeah. won five out of the seven from Toronto this year. I oh, was at one yeah. of them. Yeah, and they well, usually own pretty good. Absolutely. So well, Cleveland's pretty hot, so maybe it's good that we're not not playing them. Let me uh, let me segue to a different part of reporting. Is one of the things I like about. I'm sure it's like this with in in other uh, cities, but the camaraderie between Seattle area reporters is is awesome, and you can you can see that face to face, and you can see that on Twitter and stuff. Were, were you able to get to know? I mean, obviously, you already know Tim Booth and everything like that, but were you able to, uh, you know, get to know uh, Condata or or Larry Stone or any of those guys? Um, you know, I, yeah, a little bit. Like, I kind of knew Ryan Divish a little bit before, right? Um, shadowing, and yeah, we we talked a lot. Um, Adam Jude was there a lot yep. last two. Um, yeah, really nice guy. Um. But no, it's just, it's really cool. And what I was just talking about this with somebody the other day is like the Seattle sports media, how it's crazy how long they stick, like they stay at the same job. Like you think of Brad or yeah, Brad Adam, like how long has he been at Root Sports or Angie? Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan Divish has been covering the mayor since like 2007. Larry Stone's been there since 80s or 90s. Uh, you know, Adam's of, of eight, <laughs> 1890, right? Yeah. 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 Um, it's just cool. Like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm just some freelancer, but it's cool to see how close they all are and their Twitter engagements and, and yeah, like Tim, Bo- you know, Tim Boo's been there forever. It's just crazy how long they all been there. There's not many new guys. Well, Luke, we, uh, know you got to get your, uh, your sneakers laced up. You're heading out to the hardwood out there and, uh, where you're at and, and, and we're praying for your knees and your Achilles tonight in your pickup basketball game. And, and just wanted to let you know how much we appreciate you taking time to come on. And I know that we're all going to be sitting here uh, come Friday afternoon not working and cheering on those Mariners. 
Heck yes. Heck yes. 107, right? That's right, baby. Is it official? It's official. 1 o'clock on Friday and Saturday. Okay. So. Is that American or Canadian time? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Awesome. That was the worst dad That was joke perfect. Ever. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Luke. Thank you for joining All us, right. man. Thanks for calling in, Luke. Appreciate it. We'll see you. See you guys. All right, we're back with that great interview with our friend Luke Olson. Hopefully, uh, he was heading to a, a pickup basketball game as well. We're giving him a bad time there, but uh, we'll make sure that we got our, we'll get a sponsor from a therapy rehab place. That's right for the ankle Achilles. He's about to blow. Kid Ass Valley Sports Talk brought to you by Ace Bandage. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, we. Uh, I, I'm glad he did admit one thing, though, yep. that he, he caught himself clapping. Yes. I, I've hard. actually uh, clapped in the press box once there at, uh, well, it wasn't T-Mobile Park then, Safeco Field, but that was at the, I got to go to the 2001 All-Star game when Cal Ripken mm. hit a home run, and did everybody you? in the press box clapped. So well, it's an All-Star game. It's an All-Star game, yeah. and it's Cal Ripken. Right. It's, I yeah. feel like that'd be a hard one not to lose your mind. It was it, it was a blast. Mm-hmm. It was a blast. So, I think we might lose our mind on this uh, topic, though. So, speaking of historical events, recently we had, if you've been following it, <clears throat> uh, Aaron Judge just passed Roger Maris in the home run title, dropping sixty-two bombs. home runs, I believe, baby. And uh, I was really fired up. You know, usually we don't get into the, you know, rooting for the Yankee guys, but like. Right. This was good. Everything you ever hear about about Aaron Judge is how great person he is. Mm-hmm. He does things the right way. I remember watching him as a rookie in Seattle, taking batting practice, sitting there with Coach Watkins. Fun little trip. We sat down in front row. Oh my god, that guy can hit a baseball, and it sounded so different off his bat. I mean, it was right. a twenty two going you can off. Tell the difference. Oh yeah, right. like, that kid's gonna be friggin'. St- it helps that he was like seven feet tall. And- <laughs> Just Isn't he a, like legitimately six seven? He's huge. Yeah, yeah. he's huge. Big frame. And but- that's why people are saying he, he should he didn't get paid because he's too tall. Whatever. Yeah. That dude's about to be half a billion dollar contract. Probably so. not with the Yankees. No. Be, <laughs> he's gonna that dude's gonna he bet on himself and it worked, but you know, you see Roger Maris Jr. tweet out after that that the real clean home run king. I mean, there's right. a big debate going on right now. Who's the home run king? Yeah. Is it is it Sammy not Sammy, is it uh you know, Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds? It's Barry Bonds. It's Barry Bonds. Or is it now Aaron Judge, even though he's only sixty two? Right. Until MLB stops recognizing those who have hit in the seventies or Barry Bonds of seventy three, he's I think he's sixty two is only seventh on the list or sixth got, on the list. I got a question though. Yeah. Why would you discredit Bonds as seventy three? Steroids. Did he test positive for steroids? He never admitted it. Did he test positive for he got tested. Did he test positive for steroids? No. Right, same reason why OJ didn't go to jail. Probably killed his wife. <laughs> right? Uh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I mean, right. So he, he gets to live. A, he gets to live a free. He killed his wife. Yeah. Right. OJ killed his wife. Yeah. He's a bad person. Right. Yeah. And how many people back in Maris's day was taking amphetamines? All of them. And what was the purpose of that? So that their bodies could recover and they could play mm-hmm. in the next game the same way they played the day so before. Like go out and party the night before. Right. And play and the so next day. when we talk about these eras of like the clean clean only because they weren't testing for anything if they were testing back then for something that was performance enhancing yeah all of those guys would have got busted for taking something that was performance yeah. enhancing was and, it but that stuff was it legal at the time was it in the rules of like you can do this you can't do this 
I don't know. I don't know. I'm not no, caught no. up in my drug rules of. But if they didn't, Barry Bond. Bond. but yeah, yeah. but if I'll they get back did, to you on that. but if they <laughs> didn't <laughs> research team, but Barry Bonds never tested positive, yeah. right? Yeah, he followed the same protocol mm-hmm. everyone else did and didn't test positive. He had a better guy to do the flush. I don't know what did or didn't happen. It was the topical lotion. Look at his pictures. No, 100%. <laughs> he's 100%. He looks 100%. He looks the part. But I'm just saying in his defense, yeah. Did he did yeah, he might he might have broken a code just like people stole signs and got a one-year suspension in their back. And they didn't take away their World Series. Well, when the subject came up, I was like, oh, "I'll debate you saying." I mean, I'm with you. I'm like, yeah. "Hey, it's a home run king." He hit the 70, but I don't to me, I don't think of it as the home run king compared to an Aaron Judge. Because not only does Aaron Judge did it cleanly, mm. I think one of the best things for him was Fernando Tatis getting popped with it. Right. Because that's proved that they are testing right now, and he right. is doing it clean. Okay. I also believe that Aaron Judge did it in an era where pitchers are filthy. 100, right. 100 plus, plus is nothing. Sliders that look like they're coming from video games. Right. And he did it. And that's where, to me... The way I look at it, it's more impressive to me is what Aaron Judge did compared to the 73 of Bonds. Because that era, yeah, there was guys throwing, but they aren't doing what they're doing now. True. I have always said it doesn't matter steroids. You still got to hit a round ball to round bat. You got to right. hit a square. Right. I, I believe that we can Granted. attribute that to Pete Rose, that, that comment. Right. I think the number one thing about steroids is that it kept you healthy and in, in, in prime performance mm-hmm. to do what you do on a daily basis. That made more splash landings rather than just on the top of the wall. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But he still hit the crap out of the baseball. He he hit a crap out of baseball before he allegedly. Allegedly. I never saw him take it, so I can't say. I, know, I never saw it either. <laughs> I never <laughs> saw him take it, but I did a lot of urine tests for him. That's right. <laughs> he had a lot of spills on his test, and he had the right oil change guy. Right, right. Before everyone he went in. Yeah, Which, that would be awful, by the way. Not to get off tangent, but to do the oil change, to take the pee out and put the pee in. Oh, can you imagine that process? No. That makes you go. Ugh. Those are the things I just don't think about. That's not the stuff that keeps me. Tonight up before you go to bed, you're gonna. Th- oh, I text will. You. Hey, you're gonna get a text change. from me at like two in the morning. Damn it, middle finger. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be sleeping like a baby. But that's where I'm at. I I think it's more impressive what Judge did compared to Bonds. Granted, Bonds hit a hell of a lot of home runs. But he hit a lot. so, are you saying it's more impressive, not necessarily the drug angle, but it's just the elite caliber caliber of pitchers yeah. he's going against? Yeah. Because I didn't look at it like that, and you're right. I think I'm mean, using your word, filthy. Yeah. These pitchers are insanely good. Mm-hmm. Insane. It's true. The next time you're going down the road, obeying the law, and if you get up to 80 miles an hour, stick your head out the window and just see how fast that is. And think right. about a baseball is going 20 miles more than that. Faster than that. And within 60 feet, 6 inches. Right. What's the fastest in your college baseball career that you saw that you know of? I think the guy was 94. And that's that's pretty dang fast. And he was a lefty. Ooh. From Western Oregon. And I looked so dumb. You you swung that from that side of the, the Yeah, I was lefty. That's when I knew my career was over. <laughs> <laughs> and the first pitch I saw, I couldn't see it. And then he threw a slider that I swung and spun around the box. And, like, <laughs> and then the, and the third one, I just put my head down and walked off. And right. I was like, well, guys, it's been a good, I better start learning how to coach. Because <laughs> this is it. And that guy only got to rookie ball. He got drafted. Right. And he only got to rookie ball. And I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> wow. What do those other guys look like to get double A, triple A, and actually make the big leagues? And Until Judge gets walked with the bases loaded in the playoffs, yeah. the season will never be as good as Barry Bonds. That's he didn't my do standard. steroids. They won't have to. <laughs> 
Sorry, that was a bad comment. So <laughs> no, but that's the debate, though. I mean, yeah. it, you know, that's what it is. And uh, if he would, he had the chance of the triple crown today, but didn't play. So, so close. I mean, it, this season is one of the most remarkable. Yeah. Dude was an absolute beast, and hats off to him. MVP mm-hmm. is gonna gonna make yeah. a three quarters of a billion dollars here in the, yeah. in the off season. Yeah, uh, he's about to be. His his great grandkids are about to be well off. He's gonna be yeah, <laughs> I mean, and props to him. You know, you, you, I feel like you are earn what you're worth. And a dude that told the Yankees no, and I'll bet on myself. And look what he did. He's going to be the MVP. And you know, he could be with the Yankees because they might be the one that if he's going for an asking mm-hmm. price, they'll be the top one. Yeah. So it'll be you'll you'll know whether he respects with them or mm-hmm. he's going to move on because someone that got to be competitive though. I couldn't leave a playoff team to go to. A team that they're going home tonight. The Angels. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If he goes to the Angels, and they still don't make it. They have the Angels, <laughs> oh. Trout, and uh, Otani and Judge. And, oh my gosh. The last two MVPs. <laughs> Just not firing the manager. <laughs> oh, those guys. Well, let's uh, jump into a little bit of local sports talk. I know we talked more baseball tonight, but you know it's playoffs. Mariners haven't been in it, so yeah, it's we had to do it. But um. No, we had a big night in Kittitas on Friday night. Uh, John, you were there. And I was there. The cross-county rivalry, homecoming for the Oats. And, the and battle for Elk Heights. The battle for Elk Heights. Which my wife said nobody says that except us three. <laughs> no one's got the memo yet. We forgot to send that one out, Unfirmed. apparently. <laughs> we'll have to come up with a better name. <laughs> but, a few thousand listeners. You think someone else would do it? Uh Good game for Kittitas. Went in uh, ranked 10th and played like a 10th ranked team. Mm-hmm. Um, handled uh, Cleolum pretty well, 55-16. I will say uh, Cash Nahar for uh, Cleolum. That's a that's a quarterback who can, can scramble. Um, and uh, both their running backs, uh, Hilleberg and, and uh, uh, Nierman, I believe is his name, uh, had a couple of... Uh, had had a couple of good games, but uh, and and they the big offensive line, big big offensive line and defensive line. But uh, Kittitas did well. The speed did well. Um, sharing the ball did well. Um, Kittitas is just a pretty quality team. So they're on the road to uh, Goldendale uh, this weekend. Which nothing against our next three opponents, but I believe Goldendale is going to be the the toughest test of the last four. Because then we'll have uh, Granger at home for senior night on Thursday, um, which unless Granger is much improved from last year, we should handle that pretty well. And then Highland and, and White Swan have never really been that uh, tough of a team. So Kittitas yeah. could uh, could come in. To this is the, the next game for a UAC West title. They have to win this to because they already play them. They got to and then yeah, and you know. Goldendale is not going to be their longest trip, but gosh, for some reason, that seems like such a long. I think there's trip. a mental block of that you have to go over a pass, like Sadus. I guess but it's not terror. And once you do it, it's like no, it's not. Best soft serve in Eastern Washington at the McDonald's there. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Say that every time we talk about Goldendale. But, but you're right; it's not an easy trip. It's the longest one we got within our league. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully we come out with a W, and hopefully we come out healthy and. And, uh, you know, I was looking at Kittitas' schedule. So they beat number seven, Riverview, who is not ranked in the top ten anymore. And our other two losses, our two losses are to number two, Lake Roosevelt, who I believe got upset. Really? So I think they're still in the top ten, but not number two. And then number four, 
Columbia, so Cadets has not had the easiest schedule. Lake Roosevelt just take that loss this weekend? Yeah. Um, That's probably what knocked Cadets out of the top ten. Yeah, the RPIs. Yeah. yeah, yeah you know, so. That helped having them at number two. It did. It did. But uh, whatever. You play to keep on playing the games, and I know Ellensburg's got to bounce back after getting beat by Prosser on the road there, too. So, um, you know. Best way to get over a loss or best way to build on a win is the next one. So hopefully they can do that, all three of those teams. But also, if we're going to be talking about high school sports, huge win for Ellensburg Volleyball. Uh, yes. Sela. Three, three to one, right? Three to one, convincing. Yeah. Convincing uh, convincing victory. Uh, third ranked Sela, and I right. believe we were, were 10th. We're, we're in there, yeah, somewhere. And, uh, so. of course, I got my information. Got to send a shout-out to Kara Marth. Uh, you know, I, I follow her on Twitter. Give give her a couple of retweets. But uh, so thanks to our correspondent. Yeah, it looks like we traveled well as a fan section, yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, and every uh, reporter who was anybody, the Yakima Herald, everybody was here. Was that that game? It was a big one. I, saw, I followed the whole thing on Twitter. Yeah, last right. yeah so. Luke Thompson was there, and, and uh, uh, Jake from Kidd, uh, from the uh, Ellensburg Daily Record was yeah, there. Scott so. Spurrell was in, in attendance. Yeah. I, I mean, we were, a... everybody was there. So. Uh, I want to thank our reporter in the mix, Carol Mars, for that's her, right. her tweets. And, and if we're going to talk about Mars, <coughs> Big Gavin. Yeah, you, you missed it last week. We talked about it. Yeah. Uh, but we can talk about it again. Yeah, awesome news. Oregon State. Oregon State, go Beavs. That's right. I, I was I was pulling for uh, Wyoming a little bit with the Coleman-Sparling yeah. mix and, and the Mark Rogers mix. But Oregon State, Pac-12, I mean, you can't say no to I mean, that. I was going to say Washington State, but it's, I'm just loyal there. Right, it's hard to pack up that Pac-12 Sorry, offer, man. Like they can offer yeah. you things that Wyoming can't well, from from just yeah. facilities. And Wyoming's great, a little place. bit more it elite like competition. Looks, right, absolutely. And a team that just made a deep run a couple of years ago. In the, I know in the mm-hmm. tournament. So I know. Right. Yeah. So good, good move for him. And uh, yeah, I'm late to the party since I wasn't here last uh, last week. But um, you were I'm, here at our hearts. Yeah. Well, I know. Yeah. I know. I think yeah. you guys were texting me during the. During the mix. Giving you the business. We're going to keep... What's that? Just giving you the business. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. We're going to keep it with college stuff. Yeah. Central football. Took care of business. That's right. Green one. Yeah. Eastern New Mexico. 45-17. Yep. Taking on Western Oregon this week, this Saturday. Tony, at home, finally. (laughs) In the horseshoe. That's what I call it. When do we play Western Washington? Oh, oh, wait, they forgot oh, a program, my, sorry. Oh, but we got Western Oregon up there. We got home. Western Oregon, mm-hmm. and Western Oregon's... We're going to win by 20. I'm, I'm going to say it now. I'm I'm wanting to. <laughs> I want to. They played tough, though, against some teams that, no. you know, we played tough against, so I'm not we sure got their number. this. We just got their number. We've got all their numbers. Yeah. I don't want to look too far ahead, but I am looking... I am looking... The three... Well, wait, we got... So next week, Western Oregon, followed by Midwestern, which we talked about last week as being like, okay, here's going to be the first yeah. test. We also talked about how they haven't been impressive, but but they but they haven't taken the, the losses, mm-hmm. and they get upset. Yeah. They lose, and so that game loses a little bit of luster, I would say, but still going to be a pretty good you know benchmark yeah. for our team because... Uh, they lost to Western New Mexico, who we edged here in, in Ellensburg, 24-13. Yep. And uh, who went and beat Western Oregon by five and beat Midwestern. So uh sounds like we beat a quality team in Western New Mexico went and beat some teams. So Angelo's looking pretty, but, you know, 
getting through Western Oregon is going to be going to be important. Nothing against Western Oregon. We got them by twenty. Take it to the I, bank. I hope you're right. I know that's I, usually kind of a trap. Game. I said it was going to be thirty-five ten, and I was wrong. It was forty-five seventeen <laughs> against oh. Eastern New Mexico. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, they got to be happy. The students should be back this week, I believe. Yeah, yeah. it will be our first home game with kids. Mm-hmm. When does school start here at Central? I want to know when to avoid Fred Myers. A couple weeks ago. Oh, you you're talking it? about. So you've already, but I believe the class starts. The class started two weeks ago today, I believe. Where have I been, Sammy? Well, they haven't been home with kids yet. Their first home game. This will be their first. It's going to be exciting stuff. Usually, that it's moving day. You avoid Fred Myers in September, but we're in October. But you're what you're also thinking about is what uh, I have a buddy of mine who works in financial aid, and he gives me a text Mm -hmm. every beginning of each quarter. Watch out for the Ellensburg bump. Everybody gets their financial aid checks. Uh, I believe that's this week. If not next week, so I'll good, give you the warning. I'm gonna have my daughter do a lemonade stand right there. Dang right, do it. do it. Yeah, but no, it's it's exciting times to have the full crowd there, and the I know that the the alumni are probably gonna show up in full. You know, GNAC, an old GNAC matchup for this yeah. one, so it'll be pretty awesome. But we need to we need to beat Midwestern. Yep. We need to beat. We need to go at West Texas. That should be a fun game, and and that's still new stadium. Obviously, we're hosting Kingsville, which I'm happy about that because I don't believe there's an easy way to get to Kingsville. I think you have to fly into Houston or Corpus Christi and still get on a bus. Yeah, really. Um, and you know, it doesn't matter. Uh, I mean, you just got to win. Just got to win. You want to know each week? Yeah, yeah. Should win. Should win this week. Yep. And again, if we don't, we're not the team we thought we were going to be. That's right. <laughs> so. Right. Uh, I don't feel bad saying, you know, we walk into this one pretty confident knowing, you mm-hmm. know, still same message. Go out there. Let's work hard. Take care yep. of business. Uh, fair State is still killing everybody. Mm-hmm. So, yep. So that, that will just help our strength of schedule. Yeah. Well, as you can tell, the guard dog of Big Country Studios, if it made it on the recording, telling us it's time to wrap this thing up, yep. fellas. Yep. Uh, good luck to everybody this week. Hopefully we get some big wins in the Valley. We've already had some this week with the Ellensburg Volleyball team getting some Job done. We'll have our correspondent, um, Jonathan Gordon, back on the next podcast to give us the Bulldog update. And uh, please get on, share share the episodes. Get on. We really would appreciate it if you uh, like, review, follow on iTunes and start helping spread more of the word on the Valley Sports Talk. You know, I know we are without a, uh, at the risk of interrupting your closure here. Mm-hmm. We're without a sponsor, but we got to send a one more shout out to Fitter's Furniture. Oh, it's closing, shutting down after uh, we'll just say a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> Brad Fitterer and crew retiring. They were a longtime sponsor, our first mm-hmm. sponsor, first kid at S Valley Sports Talk. So happy retirement to the Fitterer's crew, and thank you for everything. Thanks for having like pretty much every piece of furniture in my uh, home be graced with the uh, Midas touch of Brad mm-hmm. Fitterer. That's so. right. Congratulations on a very successful career and and hopefully a great retirement. That's right. All right. Well, with that, next time, like we say, get on. Please follow, share, and start spreading the word of the Valley Sports Talk. We'll be back with more. KSS Valley Sports Talk is part of the Big Country Media Podcast Network. Check us out and feel free to interact with us on all of our social media by searching KSS Valley Sports Talk on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.